There you are, Perry. Haven't you collected enough samples already? I couldn't resist, Doctor. Gotcha. See? This one has a completely different leaf to the ones we saw on the other dunes. The variegation would seem to indicate that cross-pollination occurs within related species. Here, for example, you can make out that... <laughs> Sorry, I'm lecturing. <laughs> Hope you're not getting bored. Of course not. It's always good to listen to someone with a passion for their subject. You know, to the untrained eye, this is just an expanse of dead scrubland. Actually, it's shrubland. Very Zeric. That means dry? Yes, thank you. I have studied Greek. We'll just scrub out your mistake then, shall we? You should have brought a bigger bag. Those xerophytes are never going to fit. So you do know something about botany. <laughs> Actually, I was sort of hoping you'd help carry these. I want to take a look over the rise. Please? Of course. As long as you don't load me down with too many succulents and geophytes and other related specimens which store water in their root systems in such xeric environments as this one. Come on, then. <laughs> okay, I get the point. Did you get anywhere following those footprints? In a manner of speaking, the wind had wiped them out once I got beyond the shelter of the dune. Yeah? But I found this spanner, no corrosion, which would indicate it was dropped fairly recently, so I'd conclude there's humanoid life here. Yeah? Well, get back down there and give it a kick or something. And I'd conclude that two examples of it are right up that pylon. So they are. I was working earlier. Well, then, should we go and give them their spanner back? Hey! Maybe they can tell us the indigenous names for the plants. Come on. Maybe they can carry them for you. A little sand never hurt anyone. Honestly, you'll think I was a wheelbarrow. <laughs> what was that? I said perhaps they'd carry them for you. No, you didn't. You said something about being a wheelbarrow. Interesting. More fractious, I'd say. Could be something out of sync with the TARDIS's telepathic circuits. Now, I wonder what's causing that. For a moment there, you were able to hear what I was thinking. Do you often think about being a wheelbarrow? You know, it really does look as though those two are doing something fascinating to that pylon. Come on. Okay, okay. I'll only make you carry the small ones in future. Oh, damn it. Why can't they design these blinking pylons with the circuit hatches at the bleeding bottom? You all right up there, Shrini? Oh, yeah, why, well, it's blinking marvellous, me. Right. Oh, three, five, seven. Right, then, a complicated little gizmo. Major Taylor wants the net boosted before the first colonist shuttle arrives, and what Major Taylor wants, Major Taylor gets, so... Uh... Oh! Hey! Have you got that wave amplifier in position down there yet? I'm still getting power surges here. Yeah, yeah, it's all set up. It'll just be residuals. Hey, I've got one for you. This Farrakosh goes into a bar, right? Residuals, my foot. Now then, let's just get this end of the booster cable attached to you. And it says to the barman, I'll have a palinka, a turquoise wine and, uh, schnapps. Gotcha. Right. You can lock down your end of the cable into the amplifier now. And the barman says, Sure, mate, but why the huge pause? That's got her. What? Why the huge pause? P-A-W-S. Get it? Farrakosh, pause. Listen, if Taylor... Hey, pause. And that ain't bad. <laughs> <laughs> you know we tell that joke where I come from. <sighs> what? Who are they? What's going on down there? Well, my botanist friend here is Perry, and I'm the... Oh, no. 
Weiss! I heard it, Shrini. Get those two into some spare harnesses and get up here now! Doctor? That's all right, Mary. Uh, I take it you know what made that sound? Yeah, it's a blinking Farrakosh. This is Sergeant Shrini to Elu had 27 Central Net. We've got trouble. A Farrakosh has got our scent. Request Exotron support. No time for the harnesses, Perry. Move to the other side of the pylon. You two, Weiss. Shrini! Shrini, hold on up there! It's blocked! He's trying to hit the pylon! before that thing fully regains its senses. Once he's safe, then maybe I can help the creature too. Can you stand? I don't know. I... <coughs> Is that a robot? Ah, oh, perfect. Over here! We've got a man... <coughs> there was no need for that. It was a defenseless animal. It posed no threat. Doctor! Where are you going? Doctor! Exotron. Make sure the Farakosh is dead. Then see if you can get Sergeant Shrini out from under that section of pylon. Um, excuse me. Uh, uh, hello? Um, yes? I'm speaking to you. Uh, are you some kind of robot? Wait, wait, wait. Where did that civilian come from? I wonder if you'd mind telling me exactly why you just killed a defenseless creature in cold blood. Seize him. Immediately. Bring him to me at the central med block. There's a man over there who needs urgent medical attention. Please put me down. Look, we really do need to help that man. Doctor? I said that man needs to be helped. What? Oh, of course. Shrini. Oh, oh. <coughs> I'm still here. Just a bat. Hang on. I'll see if I can... Hey! What? Oh, hello! Oh, thank goodness. We need help. Lay one finger on him and you're both dead. Could you just slow down? Are you listening to me, uh, robot? I'm the doctor. I take it you're controlled by some sort of remote device, yes? Who is this doctor? Where did he come from? The silent type, eh? Well, you certainly don't look like a robot sophisticated enough to think for itself. Ah, that's interesting. A speech grill, but no apparent inclination to communicate. Why is that, I wonder? Perhaps he was sent by Valentine. And you're built for military application, I assume. No one but the military would design something so grey and anaesthetic. But not with the usual field training protocols. Otherwise, you'd have helped that poor man back there. Mm, not from Valentine, then. He doesn't seem to know about the Exotron project. About me. Or perhaps those protocols were overridden by whoever's controlling you. Wait! He knows. 
He must have been sent by Earth Authority then. Somehow they've got it Ballantyne and this doctor here is to take the project from me. The question is, why is it more important to capture me than to help an injured human being? Bring him here. Quickly. Well, it looks like I'll find out soon enough. Look, I don't know who you are, but I haven't touched him. Good, because the power's still alive. Sorry, but if you touched him, you'd have earthed the circuit and fried yourselves. How are you, Shrini? I've had better days. His wife's... Dead, I'm afraid. Oh. I'm sorry. I know how fond you were of her. Now, let's see about getting you out of here. Here, let me help. Do you know these guys? They sometimes get assigned to my team. Oh. I heard gunfire. What happened? We were attacked by a kind of big mutant hyena. A Farah something, Weiss called it. Farakosh. Don't tell me you've never heard of one before. Of course. You're from off-world, aren't you? I didn't think the colonist shuttle was due to land until this afternoon. What are you doing out here? Um, uh, shouldn't we be helping Shrini under there? You're right. Help me with this. Well, the Farakosh were the top of the food chain until we arrived to begin terraforming the planet. They usually don't attack unless they're provoked. Careful. Sorry, Srini, but we're going to have to lift this thing off you. Okay. I've got this side. After three. One... To... Tell Major Taylor that... Oh, don't worry. I'll have a few choice words for Major Taylor. Three. <laughs> Will he be okay? As long as we get him back to the outpost. Take his other arm. I can walk, I think, if you support me. Oh. Um, who's Major Taylor? We haven't decided who you are yet, remember? Sorry. My name's Perry. Well, Perry, you must be pretty shaken up after that attack. Are you sure you weren't provoking the Farakosh? Provoking it? I didn't even know its name until ten minutes ago. Sorry. Sometimes I get as paranoid as Hector, Major Taylor. He's the commander of our outpost here. He's about as good at doing that as he was at being a husband. Oh, I see. Do you? I wish I did. Anyway... I'm Paula. Paula Taylor. I'm head of the geological team and chief terraformer. So it's not entirely inappropriate for me to say, welcome to my world. Thanks. <sighs> so, is it far to the outpost? No. The Luhod 27 is over this way. About five clicks. Well, I don't know what a click is. But this is the way the robot took the doctor. The Doctor? Who's he, then? It sounds like you've got a story which could make those five clicks fly by. Come on, you can tell us on the way. Colonist Shuttle, ETA, 95 minutes. All personnel to take up welcoming positions. Ah, the only way to travel. 
A reception committee. I feel honoured. Forgive me, we haven't been introduced. I'm the doctor. I'm to take you to Major Taylor. Good. If he's the man in charge, I'd rather like to talk to him myself. Private... Corporal. Corporal Moz. You there. Open the hangar doors for the Exotron. Take it in and power it down. Fat. Ah. So this is an Exotron. Hmm. You follow me. My pleasure, Corporal. Major Taylor, we've brought the unidentified male. Hardly unidentified. I have already told you who I am. Thank you, Corporal. Just wait outside, would you? Sir. Perhaps you'd like to start by telling me how you landed on this planet undetected by my outpost sensors, Doctor. Ah, not unidentified after all, then. You can't have heard me introduce myself to your men, so it must be some kind of monitoring device in the... Um... Exotron that brought me here. Ingenious reasoning, Doctor. I congratulate you. Thank you. I take it you're the man responsible for giving the Exotron its orders. You think so? Tell me, how much do you know about the Exotron? I don't know. How much should I know? <laughs> now, Doctor, we can't pussyfoot around each other all day. Surely there's room for a little candor between men such as ourselves. Well, I have nothing to hide, Major Taylor. Have you? I'll keep this brief, Doctor. I'm a busy man. I know why Earth Authority has sent you. Now, why would you assume I'm from Earth Authority? I do not like to play games. Neither do I. I witnessed the brutal killing of a creature at the hands of your military organization, Major. Perhaps you'd care to explain that. The Farakosh attack us and my Exotrons defend us. That Farakosh creature was utterly helpless by the time your Exotron arrived. Listen. I have brought this outpost in under budget and on time, with minimum assistance from your precious offices of Earth Authority. And I have achieved this by creating the Exotrons. Not only without the assistance of Earth Authority, without their knowledge either, it seems. What is it you're hiding, Major Taylor? I see what's happening here, Doctor. Whatever you know about the Exotrons, you must have learned somehow from Secretary for the Interior, Ballantyne. And you are here to take the project from me. Is there something about the Exotrons that you're ashamed of? Doctor, may I see your Earth Authority identification? Did I say I was from Earth Authority? Corporal, be so good as to step back in here a moment, would you? Sir. What have you created here, Major Taylor? Because whatever it is, it doesn't look like it's helping you sleep at night. Your skin's grey, your eyes are hollow, your body gaunt. The pressures of command. Do I have to spell it out? Your exhaustion, coupled with the fact that you monitored my arrival here through the Exotron, tells me that you are somehow controlling these robots. Controlling them through a form of cerebral link, yes? Now, the interface would need to be close to your office. How about behind that door? Do stop me if I'm wandering wide of the mark. Ah, Corporal. Sir? I've established that the doctor here is a spy, trying to undermine Earth Authority's terraforming policy. Please be so good as to show him the detention block. Sir? Listen to me, Major. You may think yourself very clever for having created a telepathic network which controls robots over great distances, but let me tell you the implications of using such a network are unfathomable. Regardless of the obvious danger to your own health, just think of the devastation that could be caused by a robotic army controlled by a single military mind. I created the Exotrons to protect this settlement, Doctor. Nothing more. 
Take him away. Wait, Major. You don't know what you're dealing with. Doctor, believe me, I know exactly what I'm dealing with. So with all the chaos, I lost my samples. And then before I could free myself from the pylon, this robot grabbed the doctor and took off. That was an extron. Oh, it saved our lives, well, that's for sure. Really, Srini? I'm surprised you remembered much of the incident. You were barely conscious at the time. Listen, Perry. The Exotron will doubtless be taking your doctor friend to Hector. The Exotron's a Hector's pet project. He designed them to protect my geological survey teams when we work far from the outpost. Then where are they? You're out here on your own. The Farakosh never bother me when I'm working. Oh, they come close sometimes, but they just kind of stare at me, then lope away. Aren't you scared? What's to be scared of? In over two years, they've never once done anything other than stare at me. They only go crazy when the Exotrons are around. Maybe they don't like metal. That Farakosh did seem to be attacking the pylon rather than Shrini and Weiss. Who ever heard of an animal that doesn't like metal? If it hadn't been for the Exotron... If it hadn't been for the Exotron, that Farakosh would still be alive and we could ask it. How else do you explain the fact that they only attack humans when Hector's machines show up? Well, they attacked us before the Exotron showed up. And they'd kill us all if they got the chance. I think they're planning something... They've been getting worse lately. More and more of them massing around the main compound. Nonsense, Srini. Anyway, what were you and Weiss doing to that pylon? Boosting the Exotron net signal. Major Taylor wants it 12.5% stronger before the colonist shuttle arrives. And a half? Oh, you have to admire the man's military precision. Well, we don't need the Exotrons and their stupid net. I've studied the Farakosh and they are not hostile. I've told Hector till I'm blue in the face, but he won't listen. You're still on speaking terms, then? After the divorce, I mean. When we have to. We tried to be friends, but it's not so easy. Well, not when there's someone else involved. I'm sorry. I told Hector I'd stop the geological surveys if he insisted I take an exotron with me. He refused, so now I have to sneak out to do the field work. On my own, mostly. What about the other geologists? They're scared. It's easier if I do it on my own. Well, I'm scared too. We're still two clicks from the base and... Well, I'm not in any shape to fight passing Farragosh in search of a quick bite to eat metal or otherwise. Chin up, brave soldier. We'll get you to the medical block. Come on. Come on. Answer, damn it. Major Tabor. Always a pleasure to hear from you. What's going on, Ballantyne? I've tried to reach you at your Brussels office, but they've rerouted me to your personal line. I have some very understanding secretaries. I've asked them to transfer all calls from certain individuals. More discreet, you understand. And what can I do for you? There's an Earth Authority agent here asking questions about the Exotron project. Yes, sir, indeed. Well, at least I assume he's from Earth Authority. Called himself The Doctor. It seemed logical to assume that they were onto us and had somehow got information from you. Don't be ridiculous. Even if they had reason to investigate me, they couldn't trace my private funds. How much does he know, this doctor? Not much, but he's clever. He almost worked out the whole thing standing in front of me in my own office. Just stay calm. He can't know anything. He's just guessing, 
bluffing? I don't think so. It wasn't so much what he said, it was the way he said it. More doubts, Hector? There's a lot riding on this project, not the least of which is your reputation. This project has got out of hand. I only started it to protect my wife. Ex-wife, Major. And if I hadn't supplied the money for the last 18 months, you'd be up to your neck in debt with Earth Authority. And that outpost would have been discontinued as unprofitable. And who knows what would have happened to your lovely little ex-wife then. Maybe she'd still be my wife. Oh, for pity's sake, pull yourself together, man. You're supposed to be a soldier. We agreed to make the change in direction with the Exotrons, and the risks have paid off. Selling the project to the military will be the easy part. You're right. Of course. I'm just tired. Guiding the Exotron net isn't easy. Spare me the sob story. I trust you'll be fit in time for the arrival of the first colonist shuttle. It's all under control. When the shuttle lands, it'll be protected by three full units of Exotrons. Good. It wouldn't send out quite the right message to potential buyers were the first colonist to step off the ship and straight into the jaws of two dozen Farrakosh. Just a second. I have another call. Give me a moment, Sergeant. Sir. Ballantyne, this doctor worries me. Everything worries you, Taylor. Where is he now? They're taking him down to the detention block. We have him on suspicion of espionage. Then just forget about him. He's harmless. If Earth Authority really did suspect something, they'd have sent you the paperwork first. You know what sticklers they are for protocol. This man is obviously just some chancer. Oh, that's worse. It means anyone could know about the project. What if he's an independent arms trader? Then we deal with him. Just relax, Hector, and keep me informed of developments. Everything is going as planned. Ballantyne, out. What is it, Sergeant? It's your ex-wife, Major. She's out in the dunes. What? You and your men are incompetent, Sergeant! Yes, sir. She knows we're watching her now, and somehow she always manages to... lose us. Open the extra hangar doors. I'm sending a squad to get her. Fascinating little outpost you have here. Tell me, do you get to decorate your own locker? Just call the lift and keep your hands where I can see them. Give me one excuse and so help me I'll put a bullet in you. Ah, interesting. I said keep your hands where I can see them! Elevator doors opening. Actually, what you said was you wanted to put a bullet in me. What the? Had it going down? Bug and basement all right for you? Elevator doors closing. Descending. Come back here! Elevator malfunction. Elevator malfunction. Hey, you! Stop! Stop or I fire! Detail the alert! Repeat! Detail the alert! Prisoner is blonde, six foot tall, and possibly dangerous. He's entered the northern stairwell of the central net block. Shoot to wound, not to kill. Corporal Moss in pursuit. Right, Doctor. You'd better pray they get you before I do. Exotrons. Perry, quick, make for that dune. We need to take cover. What the hell for? They're on our side. That's why. Farrakosh. Just stay still. They won't hurt us. 
Oh my god. Exitrons! Over here for gold's sake! No! Hold your fire! Shrini, can you run? Faster than you can, darling! Harry, Shrini, don't move! You have to trust me. They're going to tear us to pieces! that dune we need to take cover what the hell for they're on our side that's why farakosh they're everywhere just stay still they won't hurt us oh my god exitrons over here for gold's sake no hold your fire shrini can you run faster than you can darling harry shrini don't move. You have to trust me. They're going to tear us to pieces. Corporal Moz, isn't it? You decided to take the stairs, I see. Shut it. Move, and you're dead. Exocrons, cease fire. The Farakosh don't want to harm anyone. Just stop. Stupid damn robot. What do you think you're doing? Go away. I think these three want to rescue us. Sounds fine by me. I don't need rescuing. Get off me! Hey! Put me down! Put me down! Well, don't just stand there, Exotron. Rescue us! I'm guessing this is going to be a... Bumpy ride! Just hang on! Uh, now, let's not be too hasty about this, Corporal. Just don't start any of your... Mind tricks. Mind tricks? Speaking inside me head. Please don't come in here. There's a good moss. That's what you said. Ah. That's how you knew I was in here, was it? Interesting. Well, perhaps I might allay your fears by explaining. You see, this outpost and the area around it seems to be saturated with telepathic fields. I take it you know what telepathy Stop is. Stop it! Get out of me head! In a moment. But first, let me tell you about a fascinating theory. Some scholars of telepathy hold that two minds connected to each other can not only converse like we're doing now, but can also influence each other. I'm warning you. 
If you... If you... Of course, you'd need to be in an area awash with liberal quantities of telepathic energy. My orders are to... And you'd need a stronger mind already versed in the rudiments of telepathy in order to dominate the weaker. To... to... doctor. It's an interesting theory, don't you think? That gun looks very heavy, Corporal. I'd lay it down on the table if I were you. You look tired. Why don't you go back to your quarters and have a lie down? Maybe I need a lie down, yeah. It's a shame you haven't seen the escaped prisoner. Yeah, a shame I couldn't find the prisoner. I wanted to. I know you did. There's a good corporal. Make yourself a cup of tea while you're at it. Looks like telepathy is the key to quite a lot around here. Now, I wonder... computers. So much easier to hack into. There we are. The frequency specifications of the Exotron net. Hmm. On the floor, I think. Back straight. Now, if the TARDIS isn't out of range, I should be able to link with its telepathic circuits and use their power to force my way inside Major Taylor's little science project. Time to open those doors of perception. I think your Exotron is fond of you. He doesn't seem to want to leave you alone. Well, the disgusting thing's staying out there. I doubt it could get through the doorway without destroying it anyway. Maybe Hector programmed it specially to look after you. <laughs> That'd be just like him. Trying to do something nice for me and deciding the one thing that'll annoy me most. Come on, there's a med kit in my office. Let's get you sorted out, Shrini. It won't hurt, will it? Wait, wait, wait. 
We have been waiting for you. Help us. No, Doctor. You are not welcome here. <gasps> well, I wasn't expecting that. There's definitely some kind of constructed telepathic link here. But there's something else, too. Well, whatever it is, I'll be ready for it this time. You're a very lucky man, Shrini. Apart from a few broken ribs, it's mainly just cuts and bruises. You'll be fit enough to climb pylons again before the lunar cycle is out. Oh, that'll please Major Taylor. Leave Major Taylor to me. Arm, please. This injection should help the pain. Oh, shouldn't that be help ease the pain? I try to get some rest. Now, Perry, are you all right? I'm fine, thank you. I should try to find the doctor. But I thought you... Oh. You mean your friend, the doctor? So, you two are from the colonist shuttle, then? Not exactly. No. I knew I hadn't heard it land. Well, in that case, I don't mean to be rude, but who the hell are you? We're just travellers. Well, you saved my life, so I won't be asking any questions. I thought I told you to get some rest. Looking at you, you're not from Earth Authority, that's for sure. <laughs> you lack the aura of crushing negativity and pessimism. Honestly, we just landed here by mistake. Why would we be from Earth Authority anyway? Are you expecting a visit? I'm not, but I can't help feeling that Hector is. <sighs> He's playing with fire. One day someone's going to show up from Earth and pull the rug right out from under him. I don't understand. Can't say I do either. Well, there's a surprise. Perry, why don't we let the sergeant here get some rest while we have a little chat over there? Oh, I get it. Not for the ears of the squaddies, eh? I think Hector's using the outpost as an excuse to develop the Exotrons beyond what was originally intended. Oh, he says it's all to protect us, but you've been among the Farrakosh yourself. It's clear they've got no intention of attacking us, provided we leave them alone. Well, you say the Farrakosh are under threat, and if the Exotrons are not to protect you, why is he building them? You think he's testing the Exotrons for the army or something? A top-secret kind of thing? It's worse than that. The outpost doesn't get much funding from Earth. It's part of the deal. The less funds an outpost commander needs, the greater the bonus for everyone when the first colonist shuttles arrive. So where's Hector getting the money from? A, a private source? Yes. And that means he's just going to sell the whole thing for profit at the end of the day. <laughs> He'll sell to the highest bidder, and that won't be Earth authority. Hector, the intergalactic arms trader. Oh, I can't believe he's changed so much. Well, maybe he hasn't. You don't know for certain any of this is true. You said he tries to do nice things for you. He thought sending the Exotron to look after you was the right thing to do. Maybe he's trying to make up for things. He's got nothing to make up for. It was me who had the affair. Oh. Yeah. Hector's the good guy. Exotron, regroup with the rest of your unit. I command you to leave the geology block. Obey, Exotron! First you disregard my order to bring Paula to me, and now you won't leave her side. It's as if... It's you, isn't it? I can feel it. Listen, I know what you're doing, but you are mine to command. Do you hear me? You are mine to command! 
His name was Christian. He died. He's dead six months ago. I'm sorry. So am I. He was a lieutenant. <laughs> I seem to like soldiers. He was killed by a farakosh. But I, I thought you said the animals were harmless. That they didn't attack humans. It was Christian's fault. Oh, he was your typical military type. But gentle with it. Anyway... They're not animals in the pejorative sense. I think they're possessed of reasoning minds. I swear I can see them communicating sometimes. All animals communicate, don't they? Well, yes, but the Farakosh, they listen to each other. But they don't make a sound. At least not one that I can hear. So what exactly is it you do out there? Aside from listening for sounds that aren't there. We take sonic readings to measure the strata. Classify its composition. <laughs> it's not really looked on as serious work by the military, but they have to put up with this because it's part of the colonization regulations. You use sonics? Oh, some insects communicate like that through vibrations. Maybe that's what the Farakosh are listening for. The Farakosh are mammals. They're also aliens to us. So what do we know? You may be onto something. Maybe when we set up the rigs... They think we're trying to communicate with them. I will explain why they never attack you. You're familiar. A face they've gotten used to and a sound. Good God. They think I've been trying to talk to them. What are you doing? Uh, I'm taking a sounding rig out there. Sounding rig? Well, wait a minute. There, there must be hundreds of Farakosh out there by now. I know. I've never seen this many. But if I can get through to them... With that... Sounding, Rig. I can make them leave. Stop them getting slaughtered by Hector's machines. All personnel. All personnel. Fall back to the central net block. The Farakosh have breached the perimeter defenses. Repeat. The Farakosh have breached the perimeter defenses. Oh, no. What are they playing at? You should be lying down. I've patched you up, but I'm no doctor. The doctor! If you're thinking of going over there, forget it. You'll never make it. There'll be far too many bullets flying around. No! I have to find the doctor. Okay, but I've got to go. Look, Srini will help you use the monitors here. They're linked up all over the outpost. You can see exactly where he is first. Maybe he's not in central net at all. Okay, Srini. Good is done. Good luck. You too. Right then, Sergeant Srini. Do your stuff. <laughs> So close. There must be another way in. Doctor? Doctor? Perry? Doctor? Perry, long time no see. You look rather flushed. So would you if you'd been chased by a couple hundred giant hyenas. But you're somewhere safe now. I'm fine. I'm with Sergeant Shrini. The one up the pylon? He's okay, too. For a minute there, I didn't know if you were doing yoga or you died. Simple telepathic trance. Nothing to worry about. This whole area is flooded with telepathic activity. It's how the exotrons communicate. Hey, Paula thinks she knows how the Farakash communicate. She's gone outside to test her theory now. Has she? And who's Paula? Uh, oh, sorry. Head of the geology team. Major Taylor's her ex-husband. He's in command of the outpost? Yes, I've met our Major Taylor. In fact, I need to have another word with him right now. Oh, be careful, Doctor. 
The Farrakash are inside the central net block, and, and all the Exitrons and soldiers are heading back there, too. You're in the middle of a war. Well, at least that means they'll stop looking for me. Perry, from where you are, have you got access to all the security cameras in this block? Hang on. Uh, hi, Doctor. <laughs> Shreem here. Yeah, I can access, well, any of the cameras you want. Good. Give me two minutes to lash up a portable communicator from this console. Two minutes? <laughs> Pretty impressive. Perry, you and Srini are going to have to use the cameras to guide me along the best route back to Major Taylor's office. Avoid the worst of the fighting. Okay. We'll try. This'll have to do. Exotron, make yourself useful. Set the sounding rig down here. Come on! We haven't got much time. Your robot friends are murdering dozens of Farrakosh by the minute. Look at you. Trying to impress her. You're pathetic. Move that cable. Quickly! Do you think she can bear to stand next to you if she knew who you are? What you were? I'm the one that protects her, not you, me. Do you hear me? Do you hear me? Exotron. Perry, can you hear me? Is this lash-up working? Loud and clear, Doctor. And we've got you on camera. Turn right at the next junction. Right. Are you sure? No, wait! Doctor? I'm all right, Perry. Wish I could say the same for that Farrakosh. This is mass slaughter. Doctor, now! Run to the right! I'm on my way! Okay, Doctor. Stop at the next junction. Now... Oh, no. It's all right, Perry. Stay calm now. Which way? I... I don't know... They're everywhere! Sergeant? Uh, bear with us, Doctor. We're trying to find you a safe route. At least they're not moving in your direction yet. Hold it. Oh, that's Paula, isn't it? Oh, no! Uh, very fascinating that this audio commentary is. Sorry, Doctor. It's just that I can see Paula on another monitor. The Farrakosh are moving towards her from almost every direction. I... I've got to go out and warn her. Perry, no, you mustn't. It'll be too dangerous. The Exotrons seem to make the Farrakosh angry. The Exotrons do? Yeah, and it looks like she's got one with her. Wait a minute. Let me get my bearings. Yes, I think I recognize this corridor. I was taken down here to the Major's office. I think I can make my own way from here anyway. No, Doctor. You should just sit tight. It seems we're both determined to take a risk, doesn't it? Don't worry. I'll be careful. Well, you'd better be. Same to you. Call me when you get back. Bit of a hero, your doctor friend. I guess so. Listen, uh, I can't let you go out there alone. <laughs> Who's the hero now, Sergeant? Okay, let's do this. And I thought I was going to have a dull day up a pile. Exotron, hold this connection for me. Don't you do it. What the hell? Colonist shuttle. Don't land. Don't land, you idiot! Can't you see what's happening? Made it. 
inner sanctum. 72852. Major Taylor, that wouldn't by any chance be a cerebral link interface you're hooked up to, would it? Doctor, how did you know the door code? Let's just say I read your mind. Now, what a time for the Earth shuttle to arrive. Oh no! Please don't let us be too late! Come on! Explain yourself, Doctor. First things first. Unplug yourself from the net so we can talk properly. Those intravenous implants must be causing you a great deal of pain, and they're not doing my stomach much good either. Come on. Unhook. What do you say? I can't, Doctor. If I lose concentration, the entire outpost will be overrun by the Farakosh. It is my will and my will alone that's controlling the Exotron robots. Yes, we've established that. Strange, then, that this chap in the corner seems completely inert. Perhaps he just needs waking up. Stay away from there, Doctor! Afraid I'll rumble your little secret. What exactly is inside? Oh, no. I did warn you, Doctor. That's wise. The soldier that was electrocuted at the pylon. I thought she was dead. To all intents and purposes, she was dead. But an exotron got there soon enough to revive the brain activity. And then you had the body brought here to... to... These tubes. They're keeping her alive, aren't they? Preparing her. You can't even begin to understand the work I'm doing here, Doctor. You'd be surprised, Major. You wouldn't be the first grave robber I've encountered. No, it's not like that. Then what is it like, Major? What do you do? Trawl the medical block? Falsify death certificates? I doubt you ask for volunteers. I can't imagine the process is painless. How would you know anything about the process? Because I broke into the net, albeit for a brief moment. I've seen inside your mind, Taylor. That's how I knew the door code to this chamber of horrors. And now I realize what you're up to. The exotrons are shells. They're not robots. Fused inside each one is the body of a fatally wounded soldier. And there you keep them, in mortal agony. It's obscene. And what are you going to do to stop it, Doctor? Murder me? If you pull me bodily from the interface, you'll kill me. And I don't think you're that kind of man. Evidently, you're an accomplished telepath, Doctor. But you didn't actually succeed in staying in the net. Then perhaps I can get into the net another way. There is no other way. Only I and the Exotrons exist in the net. Then I shall just have to try on Weiss's suit for size. But the process is irreversible. Once you connect yourself to the suit, you'll be enslaved for life. You leave me no choice. It's the only way of saving two races on this planet from mutual destruction. Two races? What are you talking about, you fool? I cannot allow it. All exotrons to the central laboratory. All... I'm sorry, Hector. <laughs> what are you doing? Overriding your neural link. Now then, how do I get into this metal overcoat? Shuttle down and locked off, sir. I'm coming back to join the payload. This is where the fun begins. Doctor, you can't do this. You don't know what you're doing. Sorry, Hector, I'm rather busy just now. Well, the interface seems simple enough. I take it these needles have to go... Oh, under the skin. 
And the main interface is through oh, a neural skull cap. Oh, very neat. Ooh. Well, no going back now. Oh. Sorry, Perry. The Tartars will look after you. I shall miss you. So far, so... What's going on? Sorry, Hector, I'm rather busy just now. Well, the interface seems simple enough. I take it these needles have to go oh, under the skin. And the main interface is through oh, a neural skull cap. Oh, very neat. Ooh. Well, no going back now. Oh. Sorry, Perry. The Tartars will look after you. I shall miss you. So far, so... What's going on? So... This is the net. So many enslaved lives. Hello. I can hear you. I'm here to help. I'm the doctor. Doctor? Taylor? Is that you? The Farrakosh. I can hear the Farrakosh. The Farrakosh are here in the net with us. They are natural telepaths. The Exotrons enraged them because the white noise of the Exotron net sears across their telepathic senses. Perry was right. Every time the Exotrons are activated, it causes the Farrakosh pain. The Farrakosh only fight to try to stop the pain. Did you know this, Taylor? Speak to me, Major! He does not hear you. But we do. All of us. We've been waiting for you, Doctor. Now, it can begin. Trini, I thought you were looking for your friend. It's okay. I found him. We've got to get out of here. There's about half a dozen Farrakosh heading this way. Good. I've almost got the sounding rig set up. But with the Exotron here, the Farrakosh are going to be provoked into attacking you, aren't they? You're right. Exotron, get out of here. Go back to the hangar and uh, shut down or something. It's not going to leave you, Paula. Come on. Maybe we can make it to the shuttle. No. 
Perry, if you're right and the Farrakosh have been trying to communicate with me, then the sounding rig may be our only way to get through to them and stop this carnage. But I was only guessing. What if I'm wrong? Now's your chance to find out. What can begin? Tell me. This living hell is a single consciousness, Doctor. Everything's shared in here. Sight. Knowledge. Pain. Of course. Telepathic gestalt. Stupid of me not to realize. I can feel it too. The communal awareness. Let me see now. Your Liptoi. Lieutenant Liptoi. Correct. You've got an extraordinary mind, Doctor. Profound, unique, strong. But it'll only take a few moments for the net to imprison it permanently. I have to push you out before the assimilation is complete. Before it's too late. No, wait. I'm here to help you. I think I can take control of the net from Major Taylor. I don't doubt it. But you don't need to do anything, Doctor. The fact that a mind as individual as yours is here at all has been enough to disrupt the cerebral harmonics. It's given us the strength we needed. I've been fighting against Major Taylor's orders for a long time and gaining a little ground with each attempt. When I learned why the Farrakosh attack us, I was able to resist his orders to kill them. And now, thanks to you, I can feel myself becoming completely independent. I shall soon challenge him for control of the Exotron net. I, I... I can see my friend. Perry. That must be Paula with her. You're looking through my eyes. Or rather, those of the Exotron that my body is rotting in. They're both safe, Doctor. I've been looking after them. You're protecting them, yes. But it's more than that. I can feel... Yes. It's love. The net is assimilating you, Doctor. You're seeing too much. You and Paula are in love. Does she know that that's you, standing there with her? She thinks I'm dead. And that's the way it has to stay. It would kill her to know what Hector's done to me. Lieutenant, I... No. Not Lieutenant, please. Not anymore. My name's Christian. Now I must push you out of here, Doctor. Before it's too late! Now, wait, Christian! I want to... Thank you, Doctor. Squads Alpha and Omega are armed and ready to disembark the shuttle, Secretary Ballantyne. Good. Deploy Alpha Squad with orders to proceed to the central net block on foot. You will pilot myself and Omega there. Land on the roof. Let's see how surprised Major Taylor is to see me. Sir. Oh, and uh, relay orders to kill anything that moves. Sir. 
Can you understand me, Farragosh? Hey, something's happening with the colonists' shuttle. Are they leaving? I don't know, but the fighting stopped. Listen. The rig's communicating with you somehow, isn't it? Not communicating as such. Not connecting. I... Who said that? It wasn't the Farrakosh. I was watching it the whole time. The Exotron. Not the Exotron, no. I'm simply using its devices and the human voices in your net to communicate with you in a way you'll understand. Are you... Uh... Yes. I am the Farrakosh standing directly in front of you. My name is Kucha. Blimey. Kucha. About what's happening, I... I'm sorry. We understand, Paula Taylor. Well, I don't. How can you talk? We can talk because Perry's friend, the Doctor, has allowed someone else to control part of Major Taylor's telepathic net. That sounds like the Doctor. And the reason you're not attacking this Exotron, it's got something to do with the sounding rig, hasn't it? The Exotron net disrupts our natural telepathic field. The vibrations in your sonic device harmonize that disruption. Put simply, it stops the pain. You were in pain? So that's why you attacked? Oh, I don't believe it. This is unbelievable. A talking dog. As long as the sonic device is working, our species can live in peace. say there were supposed to be a, a lot of civilians in that shuttle? What? Yes, it's carrying the first Earth colonists, workmen, families, farmers. They don't look like farmers to me. Forget about me. Protect the sounding rig. The rig! Kucha, get away from here. Quick! Kucha! Get down, you bleeding stupid great dog. Cease fire! Authority troops uh, storming the compound. I'm trying to hold them off. For pity's sake, man, look at yourself. This is killing you. Christian, protect her, please. If only to save your own life, Major. Close down the net. She still loves him, Doctor. After all this time, she must be so sad. Oh, what have I done? Taylor, you've created a self-sustaining circle of violence. you created your own enemy to fight. It's all my fault, Doctor. All my fault. Hector, can you hear me, Hector? Valentine, is that you? I've come for the return on my investment, Hector. <laughs> 
Things are getting out of control, Major. But you can still stop all this. Set us down on the roof, pilot. Sir. Alpha Squad to shuttle. Alpha Squad to shuttle. We're being wiped out down there. It's a slaughterhouse. We... Let's finish this. You got away? I didn't see. Trini saved her life, though. No. Oh, this is all just so senseless. With the sounding rig gone, there's nothing to calm the Farakash down. Who are those idiots? That's what I was worried about. Earth Authority has come to take the Extron project from Hector. They must have used the colonist shuttle as a cover. Do you think Hector knew about the pain he was causing the Farakosh? No. He's obsessive, but he's not cruel. Well, what did the Farakosh mean about human voices in the Exotron net? I don't know. Come on. We have to follow those Earth Authority barbarians to the central net block. We've got to find Hector. And you can get out of my way as well, you metal freak! Secretary Ballantyne. Over there, behind the processing tower. Come on. We can reach Taylor's office from the northern stairwell. We'll take the men down there and... Sir, the southern stairwell. Cover me while I get this door open. Sir. I don't have much strength left. Take control of some exotrons and direct them to the roof. Assist the Farakosh against the Earth Authority troops. I'll send Unit 7 up there. And Christian, thank you for looking after Paula. Hang on, Hector. I'm on my way to you. Well, you've disconnected it now. 
which means the Exotrons will be shutting down all over the outpost. That will stop the Farakosh's pain. You've done the right thing, Major. Doctor! Perry! You were careful then. We had the Exotron to protect us. Yes, so you did. Finally doing the thing it was designed for. And you must be Paula. I am. Now, where's that ex-husband of mine? Hector? I'm sorry. You'd better prepare yourself for the worst. Worst? What are you talking about? Hector? Paula. I'm here, Hector. My God, what happened to you? Paula, you were right. About the Exotrons. About everything. I just didn't understand. I didn't understand. You made a mistake. People do, sweetheart. I made more than one mistake. I wasn't a good husband, Paula. You didn't deserve that. I wish I had been a good husband to you. You were, Hector. At the beginning. Really? Well, somewhere in the middle, at least. Uh, yes, somewhere in the middle. I wasn't a good wife, Hector. Not in the end. No. You weren't, were you? <laughs> I'm, I'm glad you're here, Paula. I know. Hector. Hector. Paula, I'm so... Well, this is all very touching, I must say. And who the hell are you supposed to be? Ballantyne, Secretary of the Interior and one-time business partner of... Ah, oh, the dear departed. You've caused me a lot of problems, ex-Mrs. Taylor. Listen, you murdering, money-grabbing... Quiet, Perry. He's armed and, I guess, unrestrained by morals. As soon as you left Hector, he started going to pieces. That put our project at risk, and I couldn't have that. So I had to make plans to come here and uh, relieve him of the responsibility, shall we say. Doesn't seem to have gone all that well, though, does it, Mr. Secretary of the Interior? Especially since I'm about to dismantle the net apparatus. I'd stay away from there if I were you. I take it you're this doctor that Taylor was so frightened of. Can't really see what all the fuss was about. Oh, and uh, on the contrary, it's gone exceedingly well. What are you doing? That's Hector's research. Which I paid for. Once I've downloaded it, I intend to sell it for a fortune to the military. And now I don't even have to kill old Hector there before I do it. I'll destroy the outpost before I let you do that. Oh, I intend to do that anyway. I have all the self-destruct codes. Stop. <laughs> what? I thought all the Exotrons had shut down. No matter, once I have what I... No! Exotron! I command you to cease! At once! The research! Well, you're welcome to the hard drive, Secretary. If you can find all the bits. You fools. You think that'll stop me? All I need is a working Exotron, and they can dismantle it if they want to know how it works. But first, I think I'll remove the witnesses. Get his gun, would you, Perry? Sure thing, Doctor. Oh. Doctor. Well done, Lieutenant. Wait a minute. I know that voice. But it can't be. You're dead. 
There's no easy way to say this, Paula. Christian? Christian! Kutcher said something about human voices in the Extron net. Does that mean he's alive? Trapped inside there? Alive? No. We merely needed his neural network. That lieutenant's dead. Rotting flesh. Don't move, you. I... I'm not afraid to use this. Christian, is it... Paula. I loved you. Doctor, Valentine's... Get off, girl. Perry, stop him. <laughs> Too late, Doctor. This place is about to go sky high. Best of luck. <laughs> Doctor, should we go after him? No, leave him. I can't deactivate it. Christian, can you do anything? Not directly, Doctor. But there is one thing. Christian, what are you going to do? I can control the net now, Paula. I've summoned the others here. Together we can smother the blast, localize it to this lab. The outpost will be saved and you'll have enough time to get the survivors clear. Christian, no! Christian, it was Major Taylor's manipulation of the net that caused you and the Farrakosh so much pain. If all the Exotrons have independence, that manipulation won't exist. You can live here peacefully with the Farrakosh. We know that, Doctor. And the Farrakosh would welcome us. But being mostly machine is no kind of a life. There must be another way. You know there isn't, Doctor. Christian, I just found out you're alive. I can't lose you again. You can't sacrifice yourself. I'm not alive. Not really. I'm sorry, Paula. And I'm sorry about Hector. Don't do it. Please. I just wanted to tell you one more time. I love you. <sighs> Doctor. Come on, Paula. We have to go. Make sure everyone evacuates the outpost. Christian, you're a very brave man. No! No! Paula, come on. Goodbye. Most of these people are wounded. We should rest. All right. I reckon we're far enough from the outpost now. Send the word around, would you, Perry? Sure. Okay, everyone. We're going to stop here. The doctor says we've come far enough. We shouldn't have left him. Them. It was their choice, Paula. There was no changing his mind, believe me. I could see into it. Valentine got away. Physically, maybe. But I'd say his career is over. This isn't the kind of thing he'll be able to cover up. He'll be hounded from office. Paula. Paula. Christian? Christian, is that you? Self-destruct in ten. Farewell, my nine, love. Eight. I'm glad seven, we got to see each other six, again. Five. So am I. Three. Two. Farewell. One. We've gone. I spoke to him. We said goodbye. It was as if he was inside my head. I know. It's all right. Is it? No one really understood anybody else. We had no idea the Farrakosh were trying to communicate with us. 
Hector and I couldn't tell each other what we needed when we were married. Yes. Well, uh... Doctor, we've got company. Paula Taylor. We are glad you are still alive. Kucha. I'm glad you're alive, too. Hello. I'm the doctor, and... Well, you already know all that, don't you? It is good to meet you, doctor. It's all over, Kucha. No more Exitron net. No more Exitrons. We know. We are here to mourn the dead of both races. As are we. And then, Paula, we shall help you to rebuild. Yes. No more misunderstanding. They will be remembered.